This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, everybody. Off to a great start. Starting with a bang on the Colleen and Bradley show That's on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, Biatches. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, I had a great weekend. Lots of fun. Good, me Made too. Made some bread. Oh, well, look at you living on the edge. <laughs> Um, I will say it's going to be 70 degrees today, a little blustery, but it's okay. It's sunny outside. Life is good. Get good with it. Pew, pew. Um, but something interesting happened very late on Friday night. And I think that the person whom this centers on thought, I'll do this late on Friday night. And nobody will talk about it. But don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Nice try. Nice try, honey. We said, hmm. Oh, we'll be talking about Sharon Osbourne first thing on Monday. Yeah. uh, And we're gonna right now. That's what this is. Because CBS actually dropped the bomb at about six uh, in the evening on Friday. Which. Excuse me. Which is code for. We're trying to get. We're trying to like miss the news cycle on this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This is. Anytime you want to bury a story, let it happen at 622. But you know what? We listen. So we're going to be talking about it Monday morning, CBS. Got to get very emotional. Anyway, do you want to know what they said? Yeah, I do want to know. What did they say? And they do say at the very beginning of their statement, Sharon Osbourne has decided to leave the talk, which is all caps, by the way, which is interesting. Uh, But this is their statement. The events of uh, the March 10 broadcast were upsetting to everyone involved, including the audience watching at home. As part of our review, remember that CBS said they were going to review stuff. Mm -hmm. We talked about why that happened, um, about, you know, the workplace, etc. We'll get back to that in a minute, but they go on. As part of our review, we concluded that Sharon's behavior toward her co-host during the March 10 episode did not align with our values for a respectful workplace. Mm -hmm. We also did not find any evidence that CBS executives orchestrated the discussion or blindsided any of the hosts. Now, that's important because that vindicates us. Because I remember distinctly saying, this is a woman who is unprepared for her job and is now trying to blame everybody else for the words that came out of her mouth as a result, right? Yes. We talked about that. We did talk about that on more than one occasion. So it's good to see that CBS is vindicating us. Although I want you to remember... I'm sure that was their first concern. Yeah. (laughs) We're addressing (laughs) Colleen and Bradley specifically. Um, But remember the first sentence of this statement, Sharon Osbourne has decided to leave the talk. That's very intentional, Mm -hmm. because what that says is, we didn't fire Sharon Osbourne, she's just decided to leave. She had a choice. You can't fire me, because I quit. When you have a decision, that Mm -hmm. means you have a choice, which means you have some control of what's going on, which is interesting, right? But then they say, 
this biatch was not prepared Mm -hmm. for her job. Mm -hmm. Don't blame it on anybody else. Mm -hmm. But then they turn again and say the following. Again, this is CBS's statement Friday night. At the same time, we acknowledge, that is CBS, Mm -hmm. the network and studio teams, as well as the showrunners, are accountable for what happened during that broadcast as it was clear the co-hosts were not properly prepared by the staff for a complex and sensitive discussion involving race. Mm. Mm. I'll get... We'll come back to that. Mm -hmm. During the week's hiatus, we are coordinating uh, workshops, listening sessions, and training about equity, inclusion, and cultural awareness for the hosts, producers, and crew. Going forward, we are identifying plans to enhance the production staff, producing staff, and producing procedures to better serve the hosts, the production, and ultimately our viewers. The talk will return with original episodes Monday, April 12th, following pre-scheduled hiatus. Pre-scheduled. <laughs> I mean, like, they scheduled it after nice all try. this went down. Over. There is a lot in this statement. Yeah. So they are covering all their bases. They are covering Sharon Osbourne's bases because she... Let me. Can I just speak plainly, and then I want. Yeah, we can clean go, that up. Go to town. They, they're trying to prevent Sharon Osbourne suing their butts, mm-hmm. and so that's why they say she decided to leave the talk. That's also why they say, um, at the same time, we acknowledge the network and studio teams uh, are accountable for what happened. But that also, I think, addresses the complaints that were made by the other employees who said that this situation uh, made them uncomfortable was unprofessional etc right right so i think they're trying to address both sharon osborne and then the quote investigation that they said that they would seek after employees raised human resources concerns mm-hmm. um and that's i also think why you see that paragraph about uh during this hiatus we are going to work on the following things because that specifically addresses the complaints that were made i would imagine or at least generally addresses them in a way that again allows them to cover all their bases. So this really is just a lot of CY CBSA. Mm -hmm. They are seeing their own A's. Yes. Um, And, and, you know, and rightly so, like I, I fully understand like that is the, that is the important thing for them to do in this moment, especially because the last news we got on Friday before this all happened, was it Friday? Was as Sharon Osborne was lawyering up, and yeah. she oh, had yeah. a, a high power attorney on her side. But I want to go back to that very first, very very first sentence. Sharon Osborne has decided to leave the talk. To your point, that sort of gives you the impression that there was a choice like laid out for her. And I think I find it interesting that the statement, the the first statement we got was from CBS and not from Sharon Osborne. Yeah. Right? That to me says, and I'm reading way between the lines, yeah. but that CBS basically was like, you can either go or we can or fire we you. Will fire you. Yeah. So how would you like this to spin out? Yeah, we will let you go and say that you decided to leave. We will mm-hmm. not. In fact, but it is interesting, and that's why I wonder if this is an eye to her lawyers by allowing that, because that statement, to start CBS's statement with Sharon has decided to leave, seems very over 
bending over backwards to give her an out, mm. which makes me wonder how much of that was at an eye to the lawyers because they were afraid of a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, um, and there pro- and there still might be one. I mean, that's the other thing is like Sharon lawyered up for a reason. Yeah. And she was gearing up for a fight. I don't it I'm happy mm-hmm. to see that it does. Although I don't know. I like I honestly wonder if she if that statement you know was like I won't sue you. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. If you make that statement. Huh. Because why else would you come? Because also, they're very specific in saying, um, at the same time, we acknowledge that other people made mistakes, which seems like... They're bending over backwards to make it sound like it wasn't just her. Yeah, and I think that that could be towards Sharon, but it could also be towards you know the other employees who are well, like, um, point. Why, why did you allow this to happen? And their excuse is, well, this happened because we did not fully... So, I mean, their legal eyeballs could be going towards Sharon. It could also mm-hmm. be going towards the other employees who, you know, raised the concerns in the first place. I just feel like there was a lot of lawyers. Having a lot of lawyer talk. <laughs> yes. Has Sharon ha- no. made a statement? No. Nothing. She I, I went peak. and looked right before we started the show just to make sure, and unless it's on, like, social media or something that nobody's picked up yet. I mean, I haven't seen her say anything, which makes you wonder... Is that part of the deal? Like, you just know there's a deal that happened sure. behind the scenes. For sure. And I think that that's... You're probably right, Bradley. Like, they're probably... This was probably the uh, equivalent of, like, a settlement. Like, yeah. before there was ever any suit. Um, the fact that she's not talking says, like, they probably said, yeah, we'll make you look good in this. We'll say this, 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 and this. But you have to stop making yourself look bad in this. Yeah. So you, you know, just don't talk about it. Like, there's probably some conditions that maybe she gets to um, have her contract um, carried out, meaning like she gets paid through the end of her contract. Well, that's going to be the next step, right? Is figuring out, I mean, you're saying it, but I'm just acknowledging that that's what we're going to learn next. Right. Right. Like how, what were the, you know, because... The way contracts are written, I I don't know. I don't know about people like Sharon Osbourne. I don't know who does her negotiating. She's got like a whole staff that does it. But um, in terms of some contracts I know of, like the way that they work is like basically like anybody on either side can make the choice at any time to terminate this contract. Yeah. Right. And so there had to have been a discussion about her being paid and what the terms of her contract were and how long her contract was going to last and all of that stuff had to be part of the conversation. Yeah, I would imagine there was paperwork that was signed off on, including but not limited to the statement, but also her exit strategy in terms of, uh, you know, how her whatever existing contract existed was was resolved Mm -hmm. and what monetary benefit she got as a result. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure they had to agree to not disparage her. Like, I just imagine. But then again, I don't know who has the real power. So that's the unknown. Well, I think that's, I mean, I think that that's a good question. Like, it sounds to me like everybody's got some power and some people have you know no power like it seems like the scales are pretty balanced in terms of how they had to negotiate this i don't know that one 
entity has the upper hand over the other. Yeah. You know? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived and she's brought with her all the dirt she could possibly find. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, my friends. Is uh, no makeup, gray hair, is this the new thing? Are we letting go of all the beauty treatments that have defined us for so long? I mean, there's this little piece of me that like sort of hopes so, but kind of not. Maybe we can find a balance, right? I think we've gone so far to like everything needs to look real housewifey, overly done. Lots of so much stuff done to our faces mm-hmm. and always trying so hard to look young. And then um, the pendulum seems to be swinging the other way. So Katie Couric posed makeup free for people's beautiful issue. And um, she said that she felt both liberated and vulnerable during the stripped down shoot. She said, you feel great because you're being true to who you are and how you look. It's a huge dose of reality. She's 64 years old. Let me just tell you, I went to New York to chat with Katie Couric when she launched her short-lived talk show. Mm -hmm. And um, I sat in her studio with her. And I had made friends with another um, journalist who was there. They like brought in a bunch of people from all the affiliates that Mm. her show was launching on to do interviews with her and then promote it. It was very nice. I was in New York for like 20 hours. And um, I, so when I finished the interview, the other reporters could see what was being shot um, in the studio so they could see me talking with her uh-huh. and this woman that I met who was from like a Cleveland or a Cincinnati station or something she was like wait until you see yourself in that lighting oh is it just like amazing she goes, Katie Kirk, that's the best lighting I've ever seen in my life I looked at myself in that video and I looked my skin looked like a baby's bottom I looked <laughs> you like, were like an can angel. I bring that lighting with me there every were more place lights in that studio She's- than I've ever seen in my life there was not a possibility of a shadow mm. because it was like the ceiling was universally coated in lights and I think we have a lot of lights in the Twin Cities, Twin Cities live studio I mean there's quite a few there were probably four times I as feel many like you were on the phone with the with the studio crew like you back were like, in Minneapolis like Check you guys, this. check this. I've got, I've got some demands. I've got the secret to success. We're going to need you to pop up the lights. Okay. Yes. So uh, good lighting makes a huge difference. Um, that being said, Katie Couric then decides I mean, good to go lighting makeup free. And plus, I think it's great. Plus an amazing palette. For sure. Right? Like, you know, but I, I got to see these pictures of her. I, that is, that to me is quite brave. I she don't looks think wonderful. I could ever do that. Really? Oh. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, no. You guys, I don't have eyebrows, so it's, and I'm incredibly pale. 
So I just posted a makeup free photo over the weekend when I was because I filled you look in beautiful. I saw that it was gorgeous. That's nice. But I filled in on the weekly edition. So I was upstairs and I hadn't put makeup on. It was 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Like who does who's got makeup on it? What's happening? Um, yeah, but I think it's nice to just, you know, makeup is fun. And I I like wearing makeup and I, I love all of it. I think all the things about wearing makeup are really fun. But that being said, I also don't want to be so dependent on it that I can't see myself without makeup. Right. Maybe you just need to get eyebrows tattooed, Colleen, and then you wouldn't even think about it. That's my next project. Because Um, then you wouldn't have to go out to make it. It's I'm gonna do it at home. Please don't do it. I'm kidding. I'm not doing it at home. (laughs) Don't do it all of a sudden. That has been something on my list of things I'd like to do. It feels a little extravagant for me, but someday I'm gonna get there. I don't think it feels extravagant, Colleen. It's every single day and it's something and that's not going, oh, I'm gonna change it mean like accentuate a feature. You don't have that feature. Yeah, I didn't I wasn't born with it. Okay, and by the way, when I say I don't have eyebrows, you guys, I have hair. It's just blonde. It's blonde. It's very it matches fair. my skin. Yeah, it's very fair. What if they? What if your eyebrows were bright red? Which um, one would you rather have? I honestly wish I had um, bright red eyebrows that matched my hair. <laughs> if I'm being honest, look a little bit better than nothing. Well, anywho. There you go. And in the meantime, Chrissy Teigen debuted her silver gray midlife crisis hair, is what she's calling it. Oh, okay. No, it was a wig. I always yeah. love when people with with like four gray hairs are like, oh, I'm going to reveal my gray. I know. It was a wig. She like, put it on over her hair anyway. She ditched her has brunette been hair. Going gray since his 20s. It's Have you really? It's really fun when you're in your 20s and 30s. And then when you get 40, you're like, ooh, I didn't, I didn't really want all this gray hair right now. Yeah. I have a few um, gray ones, but then I just color. I just do like a little yeah. wash over it. So I can't tell. But I have full respect for the going of the gray. Yeah. I think the um, the hard part is just like anything is the transition. of When you decide I'm going to mm-hmm. go gray well, to just let it go. Because then it's just like when you have really short hair and you decide you're going to grow it out. You're always in like that awkward mm-hmm. phase. Yep. Uh, the pandemic has like forced me into comfort with my graying hair. Great. Which you can't see, by the way. I just want to be clear. Well, you've not been close enough to me, Nobody my dear. would uh, notice you had gray hair. You see me through a screen yeah. all day. Yeah. But when you get up close, it's... It's like I walked around with a chipped itself. tooth for a month because I wear masks everywhere. Right? <laughs> Nobody knew. I haven't showered in a month. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, it's not no, true. I showered tell. this morning. It is a good feeling to shower. <laughs> Those aren't eyebrows. That's filth. <laughs> just gathering above the... Uh, yes. My daughter did say the other day, because I was filling in my eyebrows, and she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm filling in my eyebrows. She said, oh, that looks so nice. Why do we have eyebrows? And mm. so I said, I think it's to catch the dust. moisture and yeah, to keep stuff out of your eyes. Yeah. Like if you're sweating to keep the sweat out of your eyes. Yeah. And then she asked A-L-E-X-A, why do we have eyebrows? Yeah, what did she say? She said, it's to keep water out of your eyes. There oh. you go. So I was right. Uh, Lady Gaga's boyfriend sent giant flowers to Rome for her birthday. Mm. Oh. She's filming up uh, her upcoming film, House of Gucci. And she, which looks House so of good, Gucci. Yeah, okay. guys, this flower arrangement is bigger than her. She's hugging the arrangement, and the width of the arrangement is easily five times her width. Okay, what is he again? What is he? Um, like, he's Michael is Polanski. His... I forget. He's like a. He's not an actor type, though. I don't think so. Right? I don't think he's an actor. I think he was like a. He's some kind of financial. Oh no! Oh, yeah, he's financial. A CEO, Parker yeah. Group CEO. Okay, that's right. I knew it was something in, right. out of. Um, he looks very cute. Um, good. I mean, 
Like, he wouldn't have to look cute if he was going to send a big bouquet of flowers. These on flowers take are a unbelievable. Troll. It was a massive sure. basket with, like, he, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's amazing. And she said, when your BF sends you all the flowers Aww. in Rome for your birthday, mm. I love you, honey. Oh, She loves love. We've she talked about this. loves yeah. love. Yeah, she loves She's to a serial be monogamous. Yep. She loves to be in love. And then I think... Um, Things break down. She's a little bit like Jennifer Lopez, yep. also loves love. Mm-hmm. Like when the love stops sending flowers, maybe she gets a little antsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when it feels like overwhelming and too much. When she realizes that love out. is just. Oh, here he goes. Oh, no. What do we have? <laughs> no, we no. don't want to hear whatever's coming next. No, I actually love... set my iPad down so that I could mm-hmm. listen better. No, don't love do that. Because he's gonna, what he's going to do is ruin you. No, it's just, you it's okay. You all know you've been in relationships. Yeah. Love ain't sparkles every every it's day true. of the week. That is true. No, yeah. it's not. So I'm just saying she okay. might have a problem when realizing that love isn't just well, a fairy tale. Sometimes, many times in life, love is a decision not a feeling. It's true. And so you make a decision yeah, to love sure. someone until the feeling though, comes back. <laughs> until the feeling comes back because even though when you don't have that feeling you might be feeling like man this is a bummer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Yeah, but that's, that's how you love, have man. to get through. You have to decide. I thought you Bradley to decide I'm going to love this person. I just thought Bradley was going to go down his road of like everybody Everyone will, will disappoint. <laughs> yeah, but see the quicker she realizes that, you know, love ain't all ain't all roses and stuff, then maybe I it does make me wonder what kind of relationships her uh her parents have. Right. Right? Like that she I'm totally I don't know this relationship for anything i'm just saying like if you have sort of that romantic ideal mm-hmm. i mean her parents relationship must be just incredibly romantical technicolor yeah i don't know or maybe it's not and she just she has so much that. of an artist brain that it's like so difficult for her to get past the like just all of the joy all the time mm-hmm. well being in love is not all joy all the time that's true but your dirt alerts are oh thanks guys Thank all you. the time <laughs> uh have a great day elizabeth when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries we do that in the form of blind items that holly has selected for us in a little segment we call blinded by the item stay tuned for that after this on my talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer over there. That's my name, bitches. And uh, we like to call this little segment where we uh, solve these pop culture mysteries. Uh, blinded by the item. Item. Blinded by the item. Just the one. Just one item. Why do we say item? We do multiples. Blind items. I don't know. You named it. I got one. <laughs> Hi, House. Hey. <laughs> I've got some celebrity gossip mysteries. All right. Some blind items. Thank plural, you. if you will. Put them in the slot. Sure will. Right there. Here's our first one. The foreign-born A-list singer now knows what happens when he doesn't pay the protection money to keep his secret secret. Oh. Is that Justin, Justin Bieber? Bieber? Oh, no. Is that... Un- Drake? Uh, no. Is that... Oh, 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 oh. Is uh, Placido Domingo... No. 
No, uh, this person, this, what happened to this person is in the news today, or it was in the news over the weekend. Oh. Oh. So what I am getting from that is that you think I paid attention to the news. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh no. Okay. Born a list singer. We know this person Rick... because we talk about. No, this Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin's from the United States. Or is he from Mexico? I think he's from Puerto Rico. But oh I, yeah, Puerto Rico, mm, duh. But I don't feel like he's the Menudo person. He's not the person. Okay. Are we? Is this something we're going to talk about at some point today? Oh. Oh, Pat Sajak. <laughs> no, um, come on. Um, something happened to this person. Would this be Sean Mendez? A certain violation oh. happened to them. Okay. Yeah, so let me fill in the blank for Thank you. Thank you. We're a little slow in the Uptake. draw. It's all right. It's Monday. It's all right. So Sean Mendez now knows what happens when he doesn't pay the protection money to keep his secret oh. secret. What? So what happened to Sean Mendez oh over the weekend? Goodness. Well, his house was oh burglarized. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So NT Lawyer is saying that somebody was looking for some stuff because, on Sean Mendez. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Ablation ship. Are you kidding? That happens. Okay, well, we're going to have to refer back to this in just a moment. Yes. But now, mm-hmm. more blind items. Okay. Blinded by the items. Like this one. This A minus list, mostly television actress who left a long running hit show because she was too good for it until she had to come crawling back because she couldn't find work, got angry at a barista. Because they didn't know who she was and asked for her name for the order. The actress was in disbelief that she was unknown to the barista. Oh, wow. Was she on Grey's Anatomy? Katherine Heigl? That is the most Katherine Heigl thing in the entire world. The fact that I know that tells you that that was so obvious. It's so obvious. <laughs> so Katherine Heigl got angry at a barista because they didn't know who she was and they asked for her name for the order. Who would know what a Katherine Heigl is? Unless it was Colleen. Yeah. And Katherine Heigl was in disbelief that she was unknown to the barista. I want to look at her and see if I recognize her. But can I also just tell you that if I did, if she, if I was a barista and she walked in, I would pretend like I didn't know her. Yeah. (laughs) I would. That's just because she would be, you know this type. She would be the person who will say... Do you know who I am? And I just... Mm. Or you could say, yes, I know who you are, and I don't care. And I don't care. <laughs> which is what I don't know who you are says to them. <laughs> yeah. Also, interestingly enough, you know, depending on what kind of establishment you were getting coffee at, it would they have to ask your name. Is right. That, is that not company policy at certain establishments? I feel like it is. And also, like... But I would, like... What if you... Because if... <laughs> If if they if she was like, do you know who I am? I'd be like, Catherine Heigl. Oh yeah, like like she would like I I wouldn't that just oh that's horrible. Yeah, you just don't know. No. Thank you for taking us on that journey. I'd be like, she looks like a famous lady. You know who she looks like? She looks like her good friend Melissa Peterman. Except for Melissa Peterman is, is not a, a uh-huh. the most wonderful human being. Yeah, and I would. But I mean, in terms of looks, in terms of physicality, mm-hmm. like I might be prone to just be like, "Oh, look, it's Melissa Peterman." 
<laughs> and then she, Catherine Heigl would not be I was going to say, like, she would pour that coffee on you. And then I would... Although, again, not... Tweet Melissa Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> that Catherine Heigl was I would, just a like, be delighted to be mistaken for Melissa Peterman. Yeah. Pe- that is a gift. Next. Blinded by the I noticed items. we never have blind items about Melissa Peterman. Yeah. What's she hiding? <laughs> Melissa. Melissa, call Let us, us. know. Let us know. Uh, here is another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Even around the holidays, this A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actress who is in a superhero universe was still defending the child molesting director. Mm. It is only as her release date for her standalone movie nears that she has suddenly had a 180. That's going to be or, um, Sharon Scarlet, Stone. Scarlett Johansson. And Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also Sharon mm-hmm. Stone. But not Sharon Stone. Because she doesn't have a movie coming out. Because let's be clear. What? What are we being clear about? (laughs) I just don't know that she's doing much right now. She's like, she just wrote a book or something. Because we're talking all about her. She might be writing a book, but she's not in a movie. She was in in Ratched. Was she though? Why are we talking? She had had a monkey on her shoulder. I'm just saying she did Uh, open her mouth recently to talk about something. Her book. Awkward. (laughs) No, there was like an uncomfortable story. Oh, yeah. that She had an unpopular opinion. Oh, right. Is she? Well, she talked about her experience making Basic Instinct. Yeah. No, why don't you do the thing and then I'll find the thing. The, the okay. Un- okay, Bradley's going to find the uncomfortable Sharon Stone moment. Well, we talk about an uncomfortable Scarlett Johansson We talk Johansson about an uncomfortable moment. Scarlett Johansson moment, which was the fact that she was still defending Woody Allen around the holidays. And it's only as a release date for Black Widow comes, it's coming near, right? She's doing press and uh-huh. she's going to have a 180 for all of us to consume. I... I just hope, listen, I hope it's genuine. That's my reality, is I hope it's genuine. I hope somebody that she trusts got to her and was like, honey, you, you, this is not, no, we aren't doing this anymore. Like, you got to be real about this. Um, because I feel like, you know, she does owe a lot of her career to Woody Allen uh, in a lot of ways. And maybe there was an allegiance to him that she felt, but you really can't. With all that we know now, with all the kind of what we've been through as as a people, uh, you just really can't in good conscience publicly speak out like that unless you're Diane Keaton and you just don't care anymore. Bradley, did you find the story? Yes. She said she thinks cancel culture is the stupidest thing she's ever seen. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, that's... But then she also talked about how her doctor, like, enlarged her breasts bigger than she yeah, uh, had asking. given permission, which seems really crazy. Yeah. Ah. She also talked about the fact that she was told that they wouldn't see her hoo-ha in oh, basic yeah. instinct. And it just showed up. Yeah. Which is not appropriate. No, I don't, by all. the way, I don't remember seeing it. Basic oh. Instinct? I remember the movie, but, you don't but remember I don't remember seeing... seeing that, which just tells you where my my eyes are located most days. I mean, I'm all I'm trying to say, Bradley, is I can imagine that it wasn't memorable for you. It's like, oh, look at her hair. Yeah. She looks great. <laughs> look at that. What a nice dress she's wearing. Okay, next. Blinded by the now, this next one doesn't have a definitive answer, but just want to leave you guys with this celebrity gossip to ponder. Okay. On a dare, this former A-plus-list actor who now sits quietly at home had a Pez dispenser inserted into his rear end. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which he kept there for the entirety oh of gosh. the taping of his long-running hit show. I want this Matthew Perry so bad. <laughs> mm. A plus list actor who sits with a Pez dispenser up his butt. No, not now. He did one time on a dare. Uh, Yeah. Well, there is one name that is kind of coming up in the comments section, and it's not Matthew Perry. Okay. I mean, a long-running hit show. Who? Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Well, that could be. That sounds about right. Yeah. Or Kelsey Grammer. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, I hear the blues (laughs) calling. Norm. What? Norm? Norm. Ted Danson. <laughs> okay. Um, long running hit show. Yeah. Uh, this person. Alan Thick. And it's not Alan Alda either. Okay. I just want to bring you back to a part of the conversation. This A plus list a- actor who now sits quietly at home. So. Oh. Well, you got to remember. <laughs> Some people are quieter than others. Okay. Um, oh, 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 she's okay. sensitive all of a sudden, dear audience. And if um, you only could see her right now on camera. Okay, so. So somebody, well, you know, this person showed up in the news a couple of weeks ago. And this person was on a sitcom in the 2000s. Uh, they were quite controversial at one point in their life. Oh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, so that's oh, another sure. name. sure, that's yeah. totally. So that's, that's I not could even, see that happening. That's just... Yeah, so I guess <laughs> filling in the blank, use your imagination. Okay. <laughs> a former A-plus list actor had a Pez dispenser inserted into his rear end on a dare, which he kept there for the entirety of the taping of his long-running hit show. When it says inserted, that implies a non, like that somebody else did it for him? I suppose so. Could but, be. <laughs> I mean, does that change the story? <laughs> well, yeah, because like, can't you just do that? To yourself? Well, yeah, you could, but I, I guess... dare you. I dare you. <laughs> okay, when we come back. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we did allude to this. Uh, we do have some Shamila news that has nothing to do with the publationship. Or does Interesting. it? I don't know. Inter- well, it sounds like it might. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so. Man. 
This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. There is a publationship we like to focus on. Uh, and uh, first of all, what is a publationship, Bradley? A relationship for publicity. And um, the relationship for publicity that we, one of them that we like to focus on is one that we call Shamila. What's a Shamila? Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. And usually we're talking about them because they're like making out on the boardwalk and trying to get the paparazzi to see them and then talk about them, right? Well, this time we're, we're not talking about them for such a great reason. Thank you for the um, audio uh, representation. Well, theater of the mind. Well, theater yeah. of the mind there. So apparently this happened last week. Sean Mendez and... Camila Cabello were at home together at the home in Los Angeles that they are reportedly sharing when the home was burglarized. And according to the story, the burglars broke into the house and they managed to steal one of Sean Mendez's luxury cars, specifically his Mercedes G-Class SUV. Oh, it's another Mercedes G-Wagon. Yes, it's a G-Wagon. That's what Kylie drives, right? Or Kendall, one of them. Oh, that's true. You're right. Uh, The police were called. They quickly arrived at the home, but the thieves had already left. It is unknown whether either of the singers had a run-in with the intruders, um, but they did make off with that luxury vehicle, and the Los Angeles Police Department is uh, investigating the matter. It seems to me they've not yet made any arrests. It seems like a luxury vehicle like that would have, like, GPS on it. You'd think. You know, you might be able to track that sucker down pretty quick. Um, And apparently, now, this is what I didn't know. They moved in March to her home in the Hollywood Hills. So she... Camila Cabello has a home uh, that she purchased for $3.4 million in 2019. Okay. And that is where they are staying right now. So they've left the Florida property. Exactly. That her, you know, they in were my, Miami. Camping out with uh, her parents. Right. So apparently it's just the two of them in this $3.4 million home. And somebody broke in and somebody took his classy car. Okay, so this is so strange and fascinating and especially because of what we learned in the last segment and maybe we should revisit that in a moment, but um I don't know uh anyway, who ha hua. Oh. Who ha hua? Um <laughs> Here's the thing uh-huh. that I'm confused by. Okay. It's one thing like when you say like their home and was broken into and stuff was stolen and then they stole a car too. Like this is significant. It's not just a like you know, we've heard stories about this, and in fact, we're going to talk later in the show about um, how celebrities are being targeted, um, their storage units are being targeted. Yeah. Um, but this is like, like stealing a car is like next level from like breaking in and um, what was that movie called? The whatever ring? The bling ring. Bling ring. Mm-hmm. Um, where you just like walk into their closet and steal a few things. Like this is, this just seems like next level well and that's why so i am a little bit confused and holly maybe you can help explain a little bit better when we share that blind item real quick oh okay let's do it again here's a blind item that fill in the blank for you sean mendez now knows what happens when he doesn't pay the protection money 
to keep his secret secret. So what's the secret? His car or his oh, relationship no. or his the his the the places that he people he prefers to be with. Is that well, what you, you know, you, I would assume when when I first heard this blind item, mm-hmm. the assumption is right. There have been blind items about his preferred, um, the his, his sexuality, sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that has been a topic of conversation, and um, that has certainly been meant, referenced in blind items before, which is why. Uh, the notion of a publationship does not seem beyond the realm of possibility if that's right. the case. Now, look, here's the thing. Um, publationships exist sometimes uh, to obscure the private lives of the individuals involved, and that sometimes has to do with their preference. Um, Rude. Oh, yeah. That that music is interesting to me it because is. it sounds like it's just like atmospheric. But, it, but it's, it's really telling like you we to have be to quiet. leave. So anyway, <laughs> yes, Colleen, that's why. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, how are you going to celebrate this hot day today? How are you going to celebrate seventy degrees? Six five one six four one. 1071. We'll take your calls after this. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S H I P T.com. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best in class torque and towing among 350 3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light duty pickups by JD Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For JD Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.